it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. All right, I always like to kick things off with something super interesting. And I don't know if you notice what's trending online, but something called a smash burger, right? It's all over social media. Thousands and thousands of videos with millions and millions of views. So think about this. A sizzling hot griddle. You take a ball of high quality prime beef, just seasoned to perfection, and then you smash it with a spatula, just forming a thin patty. But there's more. You want the edges crisp to a golden brown. So what people are doing is uh, they're putting in chicken skin inside the burger, uh, maybe some American cheese. Maybe they're using a ball of ground chicken breast. Uh, to make the burger extra crispy, they maybe put some butter on the inside of the burger. I saw a video where they put shrimp inside a hamburger with pickles and onion rings. I'm just, I'm just kind of grossed out about the whole thing, but it could be that, you know, I'm just about a vegetarian. So me eating any of this would be a total mistake. Oh, yeah, that was a great one. Because after all, I'm Kim Commando, America's beloved digital goddess here with you. And you're about to get more tech smarts because every single thing is now a tech thing. And if you're just tuning in for the first time, a big welcome to you. We're excited that you're here. And to our returning listeners, it's great to have you back with us. You look fabulous. And you can find my award-winning show on over 420 top stations throughout the United States. And we're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for Commando with a K. And you can find us as a podcast, as a webcast, commercial-free, over inside the Commando community. Just hit commando.com, and in the upper right-hand corner, there's a big, bright, happy yellow button that says Commando Community. And a special shout-out goes to all of our listeners on the American Forces Network Radio, serving more than 375,000 American servicemen and women in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marine Corps, the Coast Guard, and the Space Force in 175 different countries. And I know you have a few questions about something digital I can lend a hand to, and that's why our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. Now, if you need immediate tech support, somebody to hold your hand and walk you through some things, whether you've had the problem for months or just hours, 24-7, my tech experts are standing by to help you out over at getkimshelp.com. Once again, that's getkimshelp.com. All righty, then every single day I check out at least 35 different websites to make sure we're both up to date about all things digital. And here are five things that are happening in the tech verse right now you need to know about. And we're going to start with a very, very, very important alert, really, to, for anyone who owns a website or if you run a website. OpenAI, of course, is the parent company of ChatGPT. And they made an announcement this past week without much fanfare. You actually had to be on, like, the insider track to hear it. But ChatGPT, of course, it scours websites for data. And now they want to be able to connect ChatGPT to this data in real time. So what does this mean to you when you start peeling the layers away from the onion? OpenAI is going to crawl every single website that's known to exist. Right, every single website. They're going to go out there because right now it's knowledge base only goes to 2021. So it needs to get all the data it can from everyone. Well, you can opt out of this. And let me tell you, I opted out. Here's why. Why should I give away all my hard work all these years 
so that OpenAI can make money off of my back. Why should I do that? How would that even benefit me at all? So if you own a website, you have to add the, the GPT bot token to your site code. It's just going to be in your robots.txt file, and you're going to put in disallow colon slash. We've got it over inside of our newsletters. You can find it on our website as well. Now, Google's going to give you a way to opt out, too. Now, when I find out about it, when it plans on crawling every website, I'll be sure to let you know that as well. Uh, number two in our list is fake travel guides are all over Amazon.com. Amy Kolsky from P- Pennsylvania was going to go to Paris, and she said, oh, I need to get a travel guidebook. So she goes onto Amazon. She buys one for $16, and turns out that it's just garbage. It was made by ChatGPT. So many of them. So how do you find them? Okay. Uh, like the author's name on Amy's book was Mike Steves. Kind of what sounds like Rick Steves. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rick's books have a lot of legitimate shining reviews. I mean, that guy's been doing this for so long and they're pricey. 25 bucks. My, the knockoff AI version, $16. Uh, and probably had a lot of fake reviews. You can always use fake spot, by the way, to kind of dig those out. So right now, the bottom line of this, if you're dreaming of a getaway and you need a guidebook, uh, stick to the classics, the well-known names, Rick Steves, Lonely Planet, National Geographic. Uh, just stay away from the names that you have no knowledge of. And also, they have no reviews. All right, number three in our list, uh, some big Google news out this past week. First of all, Google's going to have a new grammar checker. That's right. You can put it right inside the Google search. It's going to check your grammar as well as Google Docs is going to have some new AI tools, so this way you can have a grammar checker right built in. You don't have to tie that into Grammarly anymore. Uh, let's see, if you have a Gmail account, they have a new enhanced safe browsing feature. They've been bugging you like crazy to make sure that you turn it on. And I know a lot of people are reporting on Reddit that, hey, I turned it on, but they're still nagging me to turn it on. Yes, it's some type of glitch that's happening in the system. And by the way, if you do turn on Enhanced Save Browsing, Google will get all of your browsing history. Uh, it's free, but they're going to be collecting more data along the way. All right, number four, a brand new side hustle coming your way. I thought this was super interesting. People are renting out their SpaceX satellite internet kits, talking about Starlink, on platforms like Facebook Marketplace. Now, the cost of owning Starlink, well, first of all, you got to buy the gear. It's 600 bucks, and the service is about $110 a month. So some folks are actually renting out their kits, right, the antenna with the access, for anywhere between $25 and $35 a day. Now, if you do that, folks are making about $5,000 a month. You know, American ingenuity, it just never ceases to amaze me. So how does this work? Well, they say the people that are have these Starlink kits, maybe they're going on vacation. Maybe somebody is going on vacation and they want to take the Starlink Internet service with them. Uh, and so that's how they're making this money. Wow. $5,000 a month for renting out your Internet service. I'm sure there's some paragraph that violates these terms and conditions somewhere. I'm just sure of it. And finally, this coming in at number five. This is a really novel product. It's called Milo. And I normally like to talk about three different products at a time, but this isn't one that I've ever seen like this. It's actually a pool security camera. It sits on the edge of the pool with one camera above the water and one underneath. Now, the company says that it uses AI and it's trained to detect what a drowning looks like underwater. 
And even when there are no loud noises, it can tell when somebody is actually pre-drowning that they're just struggling. It sends out an alert to your phone, pulses out a sharp alarm to tell anybody in the area that something bad is happening in the pool and somebody needs to be rescued. Uh, the cost is $1,300. You know, I think it's great and it's a fabulous use of technology, but I would never, ever, ever trust this security camera over a bonafide pool barrier fence, especially with a lot of kids. Because, you know, what if the Wi-Fi doesn't work? What if the camera just stops working? Just, you know, you can't rely on technology for everything. The idea of hiring a hitman on the internet, I mean, that's probably something you're like, um, I bet you that's possible on the dark web. Well, here's the deal. Here's something that's going to make you do a double take. There's a website called rentahitman.com. That's right. It's right out there, and it's for real. And you would think that probably the authorities would have taken it down by now. But before you get all freaked out about it, here's the deal. It's actually a spoof site that was created by an IT pro, guy by the name of Bob Innes. Now, you can't actually rent a hitman there, but people have actually tried. But it has led to the capture of dozens of attempting to hire killers and Wow, some of the stories, some people have tried to kill their co-workers, their partners. One woman actually wanted to kill her three-year-old child. Yikes. Now, each time Bob receives one of these requests, he doesn't just laugh it off. He hands it over to authorities. And the results, at least 12 convictions so far, even more arrested. So, Bob, I'm so glad that you're here with us. Now, you started Rent a Hitman, what, 18 years ago. For what purpose? Yeah, so the domain name was originally registered in February of 2005 for an, a startup, an IT startup specializing in penetration testing, with HIT being the keyword. Fortunately, over the years, uh, the website has been transformed into what it is today, which is a, a corporate look or a parody look at what a corporate murder-for-hire website would look like, complete with its own service request form. Uh, HIPAA privacy disclaimer, known as the Hitman Information Privacy and Protection Act. Um, oh, this request form in which people can leave detailed information in their own words. There's no menu. There's no pricing. There's nothing like that. And many do. And, and so I'm sure you get people who are just kind of playing around with you, but then you get the real requests. What tips you off when you see it? You're like, wow, this is legit. This isn't somebody who's just trying to do a prank. There's red flags. Uh, and the web form that we had online uh, asked for uh, social media uh, links to the person's account. Um, it asked for um, a picture, if you had one, or map, or anything like that. So by including the Intended targets information along with the links, along with, you know, social media accounts, that kind of ramps it up a little bit. Now, now tell me about the Florida mom. This one really disturbed me when I read about it. Uh, she was, what, 18 years old, and she wanted to hire somebody to kill her three-year-old child? Yes. And uh, uh, she actually had a timeline. She wanted it done uh, by Thursday of that week. Um, I, this is an ongoing investigation. I can't speak as to some of the information that's not already public, as you know. 
Um, okay. But yeah, this this is certainly um, one of the most frightening and awful requests that I've had in all my years working. Wow, it's awful. Well, well, tell me about tell me a case where you, that you can talk about. Sure. Um, there was an individual. His name is Devin. He was from uh, uh, Staunton, Virginia. I guess Augusta, Virginia. Um, he indicated that he wanted to have his ex-girlfriend uh, and her mother and stepfather murdered. He also wanted to have his ex-girlfriend's baby, which he had no relation to, uh, kidnapped and trafficked to uh, Texas so that he could start a new family with another female. Um, after this information uh, was received, I started reviewing it. I asked him two questions. Do you still require our services? And would you like me to place you in contact with the field operative? He said yes and was eager to move forward. Uh, multiple more emails were sent. Uh, the information was forwarded on to investigators. They obviously performed their investigation. Um, they found evidence, uh, and he was ultimately arrested um, and convicted. I believe he's in the somewhere in the range of 10 years in Virginia State Penitentiary. The other troubling feature about uh, that particular case was Devin had two profiles on two different child care for hire websites. So he wanted to watch other people's kids. Um, Great. I consider that guy to be a, a time bomb. He was just waiting for the moment. Well, you know, thank goodness that he dropped you that note. And who knows how many lives that you have potentially saved and traumas and tragedies. So which branch of law enforcement do you contact initially? Well, it depends. Uh, there's... Several different um, criteria. Um, obviously, if the solicitor is in one state and they want the job done in another state, obviously, I'm getting FBI or uh, one of my contacts involved in this. However, if it's a if it's deemed a cry for help and it's maybe a, a young kid who wants retaliation against a bully or a parent or a relative, that's going to take a different route. Uh, FBI, ATF, or not my first choice. Um, my main concern is to make sure that the intended target um, is obviously safe and unharmed. But in these instances involving kids and cries for help, it, you really have to have it or you really have to handle it with kid gloves. Um, and not all law enforcement is set up for these mental health type sure. requests. So mm -hmm. um, it's difficult sometimes, but it's getting easier to uh, get these people taken care of and the services that they need. Does anybody ever come to you and say, oh, you know, Bob, this is awful because all it is is entrapment? Yeah, and I kind of tell them to go and look at the dictionary uh, definition of entrapment. I'm not an agent of the state. I don't get paid uh, by any entity, government, or otherwise. Um, and... Uh, you know, we have a terms of service. We have a terms and conditions on the bottom of the page. Um, and uh, we have our own uh, privacy disclaimer down there. But the terms and conditions basically will cover everything related to the website. Not many people see it until they uh, really hunt for it. But a TOC at the bottom of the website describes everything. Hey, thanks for being with us and thanks for sharing your story. 
All right, let's switch gears and let's talk about the iPhone 15 and has been brought to us by NetSuite. As your business grows, the cracks can start to emerge. NetSuite offers a customized solution in one efficient system. Download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist absolutely free at netsuite.com slash Kim. That's netsuite.com slash Kim. All right, the iPhone 15 is going to be here September 12th or 13th. That's the announcement. It's going to start shipping on September 22nd. So you, if you have an iPhone 8 or 10, it's losing support. And if you can't afford a brand new iPhone, just pick up an iPhone 13 or 14. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. All right, we're going to dive right into the universe of a very busy Reddit community, Am I the A-Hole? This is a place where people go on the Internet and they talk about stories that have happened to them or maybe something that they're thinking about doing. Then they say, you know, if I do this because I did this, am I, yes or no, an A-Hole? And then thousands of people just comment and they come up with an inclusion Maybe that person is, or maybe they're not. And so joining us, we have a very special guest contestant just ready to embrace this challenge and compete for the ultimate grand prize. It's the much-coveted Kim Commando Show Fanny Pack. It's about a $25 or $30 value. You know, it's the best that we can do here on the Kim Commando Show. So, Jeff, thanks for being here. Jeff in San Antonio, Texas. Um, what do you do there? Uh, I do mortgages for a living. Oh, gosh, this is right up your alley. You ready to play? Yeah, I sure am. Okay, so I'm going to read you the story, and then at the end, you can say, yes, this person is an a-hole, or no, this person is not. And here it goes. I recently got high-speed internet to my house after not having it for nearly a decade. My house sits back about a mile off a public road, so utilities need to be hard-lined. So despite living on a large piece of property, my one and only neighbor is about 800 feet away. And when I first moved in, I worked out a deal with our local provider to run the internet line to my house if I could get the neighbor to sign up as well. The reason for that is the ISP wanted an allowance for a customer for construction costs, and they needed two people. So there's no contract, and they could cancel up to the first month. So I went over to my neighbor and said, hey, listen, I'll pay for the services for the first three months, just as a thank you for letting you go in. And they said, you know, we don't need cable. We'll have DSL, and we're really happy with it. And then I explained to them, you don't have to get rid of anything. I just need an extra person so that the line can be run underground. You just have to sign up for a month or three. And again, I'm going to pay for it. And again, the neighbor said, nope, we just want our DSO. So I worked out a deal with the Internet provider, and they did some of the construction. I covered the costs. Next thing I know, an installer is knocking on my door, letting me know that he's going to lay cable across my driveway temporarily and that they're going to need to dig up my driveway to go across it permanently. And I said, hey, you know, what are you talking about? He says, oh, uh, your neighbor called, and they said they want to be part of the cable line too. And I told the installer, you're not taking it from my property. I'm the one who paid to bring it in here. So now my neighbor is begging me to give them an easement across my property for this cable drop, and then I've got to live with a cable while they're putting it in for months. So 
maybe I'm being petty, but I don't want to give my neighbor access to the cable line, and I don't want to give them an easement. So am I being an a-hole? I would what say do you no think, in Jeff? that case. Yeah, I'd say no. Okay, why not? Gave them a chance. Gave them a chance at the beginning. They They were adults. They said no, so they have to live with that. Okay, but what about, like, the long-term relationship? I mean, he's never going to have a friendly neighbor ever again. Well, I guess if they wanted to pay for half of it, I guess they could, you know, work something out. But he's footing, he's footing the bill for everything now. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, I agree with you. I do. I agree with you 100%. So let's hear what the Internet thinks. Are we right in saying that this guy is not an a-hole? Are we right? Well, I don't know. Right. Jeff, you get the official Kim Commando Show fanny pack that you can you can proudly display as you walk all around San Antonio, Texas. So uh, so what's on your mind today? Well, uh, like I said, I'm in the mortgage business and we've been pulling people's credit for, you know, I have at least personally for about 20 years. In the last few months, uh, it seems that the credit bureaus are getting very aggressive at selling trigger leads the minute some of our clients get their credit pulled, it might be a matter of minutes before they start getting calls from random companies around the country that had nothing to do with the initial inquiry. And what uh, are the calls and texts for? Uh, soliciting them for other mortgage business. So we provide more residential mortgage services, and it depends. We, we pull credit. Sometimes they'll get a call. They'll start getting calls immediately. Sometimes hundreds of calls the next day it makes their phone unusable. And so our clients are really looking for a way, and we're looking for a way to protect our clients uh, and try to steer them to the best possible solutions for how to make sure those calls don't happen. And we do use opt-out pre-screen, but that is our only real weapon in our toolbox, and I didn't know if there was anything that you would recommend that there's a better way to maybe shield them from all those unwanted calls. Um, you know what? I'm going to ask my friends at Morgan Stanley your question. Uh, because I recently on one of our properties, I want to put a mortgage on it for some tax benefits. And, um, and I opened up my credit report because I have it frozen and locked rather. And I opened it up and uh, I have not heard from any other mortgage company. Either by calls or texts. So I'm just I'm wondering if there's a certain lever that me not being a mortgage broker don't I don't know anything about. Um, but uh, but I can certainly ask my friends over at Morgan Stanley and see if there's maybe something that they can do. And then I'll just wait if I have your private email address, I'll just go ahead and uh, I'll send you a note to let to let you know what I find out in that regard. And if any of our Listeners, if you're in the mortgage business, if you know something, make sure you can always drop me a note over on the website. Um, while we talk about that, Jeff, let me ask you a question. Uh, what do you think about people locking their credit? Oh, I think it's a great idea. I think the amount of times you're going to uh, use your credit versus not use your credit and the few times that you would actually need to unlock it are actually very small. They've made it very easy now over the Internet to do that to lock and unlock. It used to be very difficult. Uh, Now you can lock and unlock in a matter of seconds. So I would always recommend locking your credit. Yeah, because it's not going to slow down the process. As you said, it just takes, you just fire up the app. Okay, unlocked. Okay, are you done? I'm going to lock it back up. And it's also, 
And it's also a really good idea if you have kids uh, because this way you can protect their credit. Uh, so if you're a parent or you're a guardian, you want to consider locking or freezing the credit reports of any minors so this way you can prevent identity theft. Uh, Jeff, I'll let you know what I find out via email. And so let's just make sure I know that Amber's screening calls today that I get your private email address so that this way – Whatever we find out, I can let you know because maybe there's just a lever or something that you can press that you're not pressing already or subscribe to something so that this way when you're working with a client to give them a mortgage, suddenly they don't get texts and emails from other companies. That's got to be really annoying. Hey, by the way, if you're wondering how you can freeze your credit, we have all the steps over at commando.com and also how to get that free annual credit report, which, by the way, just don't Google that. Somebody is going to scam you. They will. I assure you. Again, just head over to commando.com in the search box. Just type in credit report. All right. We already talked about how Starlink is a new side hustle. Now, what about your car? So if your car is just sitting in your garage, just sitting on that driveway, what you can do is consider renting it out to tourists or someone who needs a car for uh, their own side hustle. It's a good way to make money doing really absolutely nothing at all. So rather than going the traditional route of uh, renting a car at the airport, a lot of people are opting for car sharing. Then there's a lot of reasons behind this. Well, first of all, the cars are often cheaper than the car rental companies. And you can also pick out the exact car that you want. So here's how it works. If you list your car for rent on Turo, that's T-U-R-O, you keep anywhere from 60 to 90% of the fees collected, depending on the insurance plan that you select. Now, another site that works like Turo is called GetAround. Next up, let's talk about Uber drivers. They always need a fairly recent car. And if you have one that works, hire a driver, that's H-Y-R-E driver, is for you. Their, their take is anywhere, I don't know, between 75 and 85% of the car's rental fee. And speaking of Uber, here's a little trivia question for you. What city in the United States, what city in the United States is the one where Uber drivers make the most money? Go ahead, say it out loud right now. And let's see if you're right or wrong. What city in the United States has the highest paid Uber drivers. You ready? It's actually New York City, and their Uber drivers can make as much as $30 an hour. And I also saw another stat along the way when I was looking this up, and I actually put it in a newsletter this past week, is that if you take Lyft, or pardon me, no, if you take a cab, that's right, if you take a cab in New York City, the cost can be as much as 85% less than an Uber ride. Wow, that's some big stuff. Hey, by the way, if you need links and these names and these companies, just head over to the website. That's commando.com and search for car rental and this tip will pop right up for you. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Uh, let's see. Back to your phone calls. We go with Arlene in Lafayette, Louisiana. You know, for years, I've been amazed by your wealth of information. 
even before the day you kept the sense of sense over why you were out for two weeks, you had given birth. <laughs> That's so right. Maybe you were setting a new standard about the length of a maternity leave. <laughs> that was it. Two weeks. I had. I had. Uh, I'll tell you. I had. I remember that I had Ian on a Thursday. I didn't do the show on Friday, and I didn't do the show the next Friday. But I went to work the following Monday. So I was like, okay, I'm good. Okay, as a bit of background, during COVID, I finally fulfilled a 33-year-long dream that I, that I had, and that was creating rhyming content of 66 books of the Bible, then pairing each one with familiar tunes in public domain. I had intended this primarily for children, but my forward writer thought it would be a lot of fun at adult Bible studies. The project should be released shortly online, but my question is this. I'm not a friend of social media, and I'm looking for creative ways to promote this book. Of course, I'd be willing to listen if you've got a safe idea to use it. Well, you know, you have to go on social media because that's where everybody is, okay? And you can set up different email addresses. And, uh, for you know, you want, you're definitely going to want to be on Instagram because this way you can put some reels together of the songs and the books and the memory games. Uh, you're going to want to put it on Pinterest, and you definitely want to put it on Facebook. But in order for you to be, in order for us to create some type of mojo for this, is that we need to get some synergy together with social media. And of course, you know, your publishing companies are going to want to have some social media presence as well. So they're going to help you out. But what you're going to do is set up, just start with a Facebook account. And we've got some guides over at commando.com to teach you how to do it the right way. And Arlene, if you need any help getting this set up, I'm always here for you. And thank you so much for your call. Hey, if you're not already getting our daily podcast, make sure that you search for Commando with a K wherever you get your podcasts. Again, we have the Kim Commando Today podcast, Monday through Friday. And we also have our digital like hack podcast. Again, Commando with a K and get our podcast. All right, Angie in Tacoma, Washington. You have made my day. Okay, well, let me tell you something. First of all, that accent is not from Tacoma, Washington. I know that. <laughs> um, no, you're right. Um, I'm a displaced Georgian. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I can't add it. <laughs> so what's on your mind today? Okay, well, Kim, I bought... Um, a CD for Quicken because I wanted to upgrade what I've been using forever. And um, I found out that in order to access the information I have on my laptop, I have to go online and register. Now, mm-hmm. I have a, the laptop that I have is solely designated for my Quicken. That's the only thing that's on it. It's never been online. I don't want to go online with it. And now I can't access any of my Quicken information until I go online and register. So I'm hijacked. Mm, Yeah. Well, you know, like a lot of companies, they're going into software as a service. And I know that's no consolation for you, but, you know, the whole world's moving online and this way they can have it backed up. But also they can start charging monthly fees and incremental fees and make more money down the road instead of just people buying a software disk and then using the same program for five, ten years. They can make more money in the long run. So if you're looking for a, a 
program like Quicken that you can use off the internet that's not going to ask you to connect to the internet. Uh, you know, the first one is GNU Cash. Don't worry about writing these down. We'll send you links. Uh, it's okay. an open source accounting software. That means it's absolutely free and it has a lot of the same features uh, as Quicken. As a matter of fact, it will import your Quicken files too. Now, oh, if you're looking for something that allows you to really get as close to Quicken as you can, uh, there's a program called Money Dance, and it costs okay. 50 bucks. And again, another one that doesn't connect to the internet. And if you're just looking for a personal finance manager, track expenses, budgets, uh, there's Ace Money Light. So probably, you know, in order, I'd look at for you, take a look at GNU Cash and then Money okay. Dance. I, I don't think this Ace Money Light is probably going to be for you, but you just might want to take a little peek at it. Uh, okay. And then, you know, what you can do, what I'd like you to do, Angie, is maybe a couple of months from now or a month from now, just call me back. And I'd like to know right. which one, which one that you picked and then Hi. what kind of obstacles that you ran into and how you fixed it. But if you need any other help, just know I'm always, always right here for you. I mean, I love to help people. This is my life calling. And again, it's a GNU Cash or Money Dance. And Angie, uh, thanks for your call. Y'all, that was my attempt at being from Georgia, but I'm not. I'm from New Jersey. Always great questions. Always great questions. Okay, when you're out and about and you're traveling, I want to make sure that you're actually getting screenshots. I want you to get all of your flight details, the airline, the phone number, the airline, the flight number, and then the departure, arrival times. And the same goes for your hotel reservations. Make sure that you have the check-in dates, check-out dates, and also all these confirmation numbers. And by the way, if you're going to take the bus, you're going to walk around, you want to screenshot all of your routes or make sure that you have the maps going offline. Hey, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being here. Be sure to tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show and podcast because knowledge is power. And you can find me always at commando.com. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.